Hey girls, welcome to another episode of Girlhood Blogger. It's your girl Jade, and in this episode, I will be talking about fictional characters I relate to. And I'm gonna put this out immediately that when I talk about a specific fictional character, I will mention whether or not I relate to them completely, like like every single part of their personality or just an aspect of them or just a part of them that I relate to. Anyways, let's get started. Honestly, maybe there will be some people who are going to judge me in this episode because I'm gonna talk about how I relate to Effie Stonem and I and I know that there are many people who doesn't like her character. I mean, yeah, there are people who find her character cool and pretty but there's a lot of people who doesn't like her personality at all but don't worry i'm explaining it to you girls okay like i said i'm gonna talk about effie stonem she's the first one on the list why do i relate to effie stonem from skins you may ask it's because of her selective mutism well at least what that's what i saw on google i googled more about her and it stated that the reason she didn't really talk talk in season one was because of her selective mutism. And here's the thing, I'm an, an I'm not diagnosed with selective mutism, but I'm pretty sure I consider myself as an undiagnosed selective mute. And I relate to her a lot. Well, I mostly relate to her season one. I re- I mostly relate to Effie Stonem's season one version. Because of how she doesn't talk at all. And the fact that the first time she spoke on season 1 was her insulting her brother Tony. And I know for a fact I talked to my siblings. Despite me being mute for like 5 years. And I know that so many people... Like, I feel like everybody who isn't even in, who is, everybody who knows me in real life that isn't my family knows I'm mute as fuck. And yeah, I talk to my siblings and to my mom a lot. And I still talk to some of my family members, but I'm literally mute to everybody else, which is probably why I don't really have friends. But another thing is, her smoky eye look. I love Effie Stonem's makeup look. It's literally one of my favorite makeup looks that I always do. It's just such a gorgeous makeup look. I love the black smoky eye. And I love her fashion sense, her fashion style. It's inspired me. It's, it, it, her fashion style is pretty much similar to mine, which I love about, which probably explains on why I relate to her. Another character is Nina Sayers. Oh, wait, before I go to, before I talk about Nina Sayers, I don't want to sound like a super angsty teenager that feels like nobody completely understands me, you know, that kind of stuff. No, here's the thing. Effie Stonem is misunderstood a lot. She's very misunderstood, although I haven't finished watching the series yet. I'm still currently on season two. 
so maybe I haven't seen her full personality yet, but so far, I pretty much relate a lot to Effie Stoneham, like a lot. Anyways, the next character I'm going to be talking about is Nina Sayers and why I relate to her. One thing I don't relate to Nina Sayers is ballet. I'm not a ballet. I mean, I'm not a ballerina. I wish I'm a ballerina. I wish I do ballet, but no. Sadly, unfortunately, I'm not a ballet. I'm not a ballerina. I'm sorry. I keep fucking up the two ballerina ballet words. I'm sorry. But anyways, what I relate to Nina is also her fashion sense, which I know is completely different from Effie Stoneham. But you know when sometimes you're like, your outfits and your fashion your fashion sense just changes from time to time exactly that's how i am with my fashion sense sometimes i go from this style and then sometimes i go from this aesthetic to that aesthetic that's just how it is and i love nina's outfits her style it pretty much is similar to my art i mean it's pretty much similar to my clothes and one thing I noticed from watching the Black Swan movie is I immediately said to myself, wow, this part of her, which I will explain, is relatable. And what part of her is relatable? The fact that she calls her mom in the bathroom to tell her about her achievements, which was, you know, how she got her role for the Black Swan and the White Swan, you know, the role. That's how it used to be back back before covid when there wasn't online classes yet and i was still in real life in real life classes i used to text yes text because i i didn't want anyone in the bathroom to hear me talk so yeah i texted my mom like every single time i'll go to the bathroom text my mom about my achievements i'll be like oh hey i got 50 over 50 on this exam oh hey I had, I achieved this, I achieved that. Like, I would immediately tell her in the bathroom and she would be so happy with her text reply to me. So yeah, that is something relatable. Another one is, I think it's her quote-unquote innocence. Because I feel like when I watched the Black Swan movie, I noticed that Nina Nina's like portrayed to be innocent, but... At the same time, she wasn't really innocent, which I think that describes me too. I feel I'm like that too. My mom sees me. No, not my mom sees me. I sometimes see myself as this innocent girl, but secretly, I'm not really as innocent as how I portray to be. But that's that. And another one is her perfectionist side of herself. Um, I relate to how... I relate her perfectionism. I relate how she tries hard to be perfect. She does her best in perfecting in whatever she does and in achieving her goals. Yes, I relate to that. I relate to her quote-unquote work ethic. I'm saying quote-unquote because I'm not exactly sure that's the right term, but I guess it is. And yeah, Nina Sayers is pretty fucking relatable. She's also very gorgeous because she's played by Natalie and 
I also love the way she talks. I talk like her a lot. Like Yes, I know I said I don't really talk a lot. But when I talk to people I know, I pretty much talk with the same way of her voice tone. Like I'm pretty, my voice is pretty soft sometimes when I talk. So it's kind of just like her. But then, I don't relate to Nina's mental illness that was portrayed in the movie. I more on relate to her way of not telling her mom about what she's going through because Nina had such terrible 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 mental health state in that movie you can tell she was just not feeling good and she didn't tell her mom about it and that's me like that's me sometimes I don't really it's hard, like I have a hard time explaining to my mom like hey this is how I'm feeling this is what's going on with my life I have a very hard time in doing that to the point where I don't even tell my mom most of the time how I feel and how I'm not feeling well and stuff. Like, I don't at all. So that's something I relate to Nina. Here's the thing, girls. I'm still planning to watch more kinds of different films in the future and different kinds of jo genres of films in the future for me to be more familiar with different fictional characters that exist and maybe I can make a part two of this episode so that I can tell you who are the other fictional characters that I relate to. But anyways, let's continue. Alyssa from The End of the F World. If you haven't watched The End of the F World, it's a very cool show from Netflix. I love so much. It's literally one of my favorite shows of all time. Unfortunately, it is not going to be... That show is not going to have a season 3, which is so sad. Because I really, really, really wish there there's, there's going to be a season 3 of the end of the F-World. Too bad. There won't be. But anyways, the reason why I relate to Alyssa is because... Of her attachment issues. You can tell in the in season one and season two, well mostly season two, the ways of how Alyssa was seen by expressing her attachment issues. And I get attached to people really easily, like to the point where they stay in my head longer than they stay in my life. I know that sounds super fucking depressing of me to say that, but that's how I feel like most of the time. Like, yeah, that's how I feel most of the time. People stay longer in my mind than they do in my life, and that's because I'm pro I'm too attached to everyone who I have a connection with, whether it's platonic or romantically. I get attached really easily, like. If you're someone who I used to like and you're listening to this right now, just to let you know, I don't, I'm not in love with you anymore. I'm just attached to you and that's on period. Anyways, another thing about Alyssa that I relate to is probably her snobbish personality. I'm so sorry girls for saying this, but there is a side of me that is not yet ex not really fully expressed 
well, it actually is when I was younger. I don't, I'm not really like this anymore, but when I was younger, my mom's friends and my grandma's friends would call me snobbish and quote-unquote, you know, mean. They would also call me other stuff like, oh, I'm, I seem rude, even though I was just a literal toddler who was, you know, snobbish. And that's just something I relate to. And you're probably wondering, what the heck, Jade? You're saying you relate to her, you you relate to Alyssa's snobbish personality just because you were snobbish when you were a child. No, I'm still kind of snobbish until now, to be honest. But not in the, not in the way where I will come up to you and be like, well, I hate you, I fucking hate you. Like, no, no, no. My intentions are pure, my intentions are good. Like, what the heck do I want from people, right? I'm, I'm a kind person, you guys. It's just that I have this snobbish appearance, which is why when I was like a kid, my mom's friends and my grandma's friends would call me snobbish even though I literally did nothing to them. Like, what did I do to that, to that? And another thing I relate about Alyssa from the end of the F-World is probably her daddy issues. I don't need to go... I don't need to explain this much more further i'm just gonna leave it right there her daddy issues and another one is her desire of running away like i remember after watching the end of the world, i would daydream about me running away with some guy that's like shy as fuck but anyways so another character which will be the last character that I'm going to be talking about in this episode, is Lori Loud from The Loud House. If you, don't know Lo- if you don't know The Loud House, it's a show from Nickelodeon. Yes, a cartoon show. And I relate to Lori. She's the um, eldest daughter of 11 siblings. I don't have 11 siblings. I don't have 10 siblings. I only have two siblings. And I'm the eldest daughter of all the siblings. I pretty much relate to her a lot. Like, it's almost unexplainable how I relate to her. But one thing for sure that I can explain is her wasted potential. For real though, think about it. To the ones who got to watch Loud House, have you guys ever noticed the wasted potential Lori Loud has? Like The way she could have... The way her character personality, like the way the writers could have made her character be, they just made her as, oh, this typical teenager who uses her phone a lot. And you know, she she's a mean older sister. She has a boyfriend, stuff like that. Like, guys, she could have been something else. Like, think, like Lori could have had a better character structure but i don't think the writers the writers didn't give her a good character structure she was just a typical average personality girl like guys and i feel like i relate to that the way i have wasted i have i've been wasting potential since before like it's i know it's sad of me to say it's sad for me to say that and it's sad to hear me say that, but 
I have wasted potential and I feel like if I talk about all of my wasted potential and all of the opportunities that I missed out in life and all the things and ways I could have been, I would have, it would be, it would take a long time, okay? It would take a long time for me to explain them all, probably hours. So I'm not gonna go full on depth into about that okay i think that's all for today's episode if you want a part two to this episode let me know message me on instagram it's at girlhood blogger podcast i love you all so much thank you for listening have a great day girls